confuse anybody it's not friday <laughs> it is thursday but we are not on tomorrow because we are off uh because of the fourth of july holiday dane neal will be filling in um on the show tomorrow so we're doing the friday features now so we got straight out of context uh coming up nick d show spies and then Fly Jams Friday. And if you want to get your requests in, it's 312-981-7200. But we always start off with... You Big Dummy! This is where we read uh, real news stories of real dumb people doing real dumb stuff, and then we vote on who's the biggest dummy. Tom will vote. I will vote. The third vote will be the first person who gets through at 312-981-7200. Uh, let's, let's get started. Dummy number one, dummy number one, dummy number one. First responders are searching for a person who authorities say crawled into the sewer system beneath downtown Duluth on Wednesday afternoon. According to a city spokesperson, the person apparently entered the sewer system near 3rd Avenue West and I-35 sometime Wednesday afternoon. Authorities found the person's clothes outside of a manhole in the area, and they believe the individual is naked. (laughs) First responders are still searching for the person as of 2 p.m. They are unsure of where they may have, uh, may they be within the the sewer system, but they're uh, doing their due diligence to find them. Duluth Fire and Police are working with St. Louis County Sheriffs and rescue officials to locate the person. Their condition is unknown. City spokespeople are also unsure why the person will have entered the sewer system in the first place. Oh. I don't have the dummy disc with the with the Fred uh, dummy stuff. My only son is a dummy. Ring, dummy. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. That's even better this way. No, you know why? Because I I didn't get it because it's Thursday. That's why I was a little bit thrown. You know, because normally I grab it. I go, oh, it's Friday morning. I got to go get the disc. The disc is right in, the, right in our office with all the dummy clips on it. So it's not doing any good now in the back, back in the office. <laughs> Tell you that. Let's see if I can remember any of the other ones. Dummy number two. Dummy number two. I dummy two. Okay. Claiming a violation of his First Amendment right to free speech... A woodworker fighting uh, to return a seven seven foot pine penis sculpture to his front lawn. James Gagney, um, who said he has the right to display whatever he likes on his property, erected the sc- oh come on, erected the sculpture 
after the town revoked his building permit for his workshop last October. Gagney said he tried to contact the code enforcer to discuss the situation and come up with an agreement, but after months of trying to reach him and getting no response, he decided on another tactic that would get the town's attention. The installation of a penis carved out of wood in front of the Ruggles Road home. It's an artistic expression of my frustration of not being able to finish my workshop, he said, who also blogs as Wilton Woody. (laughs) I wanted to inject some levity into the situation, but the town didn't find it funny. Supervisor John Lance said the town received many complaints and Gagney was arrested by New York State Police on June 18th, charged with displaying offensive sexual material. That day, the wood phallus was taken down. Uh, it's now uh, prostate on his prostrate, prostate on his uh, side property. Only the testicles remain. What? Gagney says as a memorial, with a sign placed behind him that says "castrated by state police." <laughs> now, with the help of a Queensbury lawyer, William White, the 32-year-old is fighting to have the charges dropped and his penis statue restored. It's absolutely my First Amendment right. My lawyer said that the charges don't really apply to my case and he will get them dismissed. When he first raised the statue, Gaggy said that most people thought it was hilarious. Many stopped by and took photos straddling the sculpture. He also sent uh, out a survey of next door and only 72 responses of, of the... Tw- and, and he said 28% found it offensive. Others have stopped by to, stopped by to support Gagney. People in the neighborhood rallied around it. But when Gagney's neighbor John Parker saw it on June 8th, he emailed town code enforcement officer Mike Mikens, uh, writing that Gagney has an awful lot of time on his and effort into being a jerk. Mikens wrote back, sympathizing with uh, Parker, saying Gagney is doing something to aggravate his neighbors. But he agreed with Gagney's lawyer, saying we cannot do anything about the erection in uh, Mr. Gagney's yard, as it is his constitutional right to express himself. Parker, when reached on Monday, said he didn't complain about the penis and that his neighbor told him not to comment further. A lawyer told him not to comment further. Uh, Gagney's problems with the town did not end with his arrest. On Monday after his arrest, he received seven citations from the town. They included violation of the noise ordinance, not having a certificate of occupancy for his workshop, and having items in uh, in the town's right-of-way, including uh, a sign asking drivers to slow down for Shiloh reference to his dog who got hit on the road (laughs) a lot of it seems triggered by my neighbor but the town is not giving me any options mike and said that the uh the permit the building permit last october the the revoking of his brilliant permit was because gagney provided misleading documentations when he applied for the permit he also has occupied the structure prior to the issuance of the certificate of occupancy and failed to call for the required inspections prior uh to those days in a letter shared by Gagney's blog, Mikens listed the town's problems with the workshop, including not having footings expected be- inspected before the concrete was poured, structure-grade lumber was not used, and the truss framing was not in accordance with the stamped plans. Um, Lant didn't have much to say about the ongoing dispute, but Gagney doesn't follow want to follow rules. Gagney disputes the town's characterization and said he's been in compliance with every request. Suddenly the rules don't appear to be enforced equally, he said. For his part, he, Gagney says he just wants to live in peace. I just want to be left alone and finish my workshop. The penis is an act of protest. Oh, to the dummy with the black mustache. Where did that come from? All right, one more. 
kind of life you think it is being the father of a young dummy? Where'd you get him? The internet. Ah. All right. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we got uh, three more dummies to get through, and then we're going to vote. 312-981-7200. Thanks for finding the Fred sound bites. Uh, <laughs> Tom, thank you. Segment's not quite the same without Fred. All right, uh, more uh, dummies coming up right here on 720 WGN. All right, we're back. Nick DiGiulio here on 720 WGN, doing the Friday features on a Thursday because we're off tomorrow. Let's get back to you, big dummy. Dummy number three, dummy number three, three. Woman gored by bison at Yellowstone Park. Uh, A 72-year-old woman was gored multiple times by a bison in Yellowstone National Park after trying to get an up-close picture with the animal. The incident occurred on the evening of June 25th at the female's campsite. Um, at Bridge Bay Campground in Yellowstone National Park when the woman from California, who currently remains unidentified, approached within 10 feet of the bison multiple times while attempting to take a picture of it, according to the statement issued by the Yellowstone National Park, and she got gored. Won't be long before we'll hear the pitter-patter of tiny dummies around the house. Broke, busted, and a dummy. Dummy number four, dummy number four, dummy number four. Dummy number four. four. A burglar was forced to call the emergency services on himself after getting stuck in a window while breaking into a home. This is a common story. We get these a lot. Frederick Moulton from Spring Clothes in Swindon was given an 18-month community order yesterday after his bungling error. The 53-year-old was left suspended upside down when his leg got jammed while clambering through the window of an empty property during the early hours of Thursday morning. He was unable to free himself despite thrashing around for some time and eventually became so desperate he called fire services to ask them help. When fires, fires arrived... It was obvious that Moulton had been trying to break into the empty house on Groundwell Road, and they called police who arrested him. A spokesperson for Wiltshire Police said while trying to climb in through a window, his leg became jammed, leaving him hanging upside down inside. As a result, he was forced to call the fire service to be freed. Dorset and Wilshire Fire and Service uh, called us, and our officers arrived at the address with fire brigade colleagues. On arrival, it was obvious that Frederick Moulton was trying to break in, so he was arrested on the scene. I'll spell it for you. D-U-M-M-Y, period. La-dee-dee, they la-dee-dum is dummy. Just Donna and me. And the dummy makes three... 
Dummy number five. Dummy number five. Dummy number five. Uh, at least three UNSW students have been bitten. Student outlet Newsworthy reports on Sunday the students uh, were attempting to pat the animal. Liz Willer, a 20-year-old computer engineering student, was walking home through the uh, campus at 10 p.m. on Saturday when she spotted a fox. Oh, I thought, that's really cool. And then it started to walk towards me with intent. Miss Wilder assumed the fox was someone's pet, as she thought wild foxes don't come up to you and stand in front of you. I thought I could help, maybe help it. So I gave it a pat as she cho- as it chomped my hand. Are you kidding me? The fox then wandered away casually, Miss Miller said, as she was taken to the Prince of Wales emergency room. Uh, there, she met a 20-year-old man who was also bitten by a fox. <laughs> he said he sat down on the ground with it because he thought it was a cat. A spokesperson. Spokesperson for the hospital confirmed that they treated two people who said that they had been bitten by a fox on the university's campus on Saturday night. A UNSW spokesperson said the university was aware of several separate incidents of students being bitten by a fox while attempting to pat or feed it. UNSW estate management are working to locate the fox and have it removed from the campus, the spokesperson said, adding that students who see a fox on campus should notify security and not attempt to touch or feed it. The university is working with the presumption that there is one fox. However, Newsworthy's Brandon Foo said he was told by a security guard that there were definitely more than three. Pictures of two incidents show foxes with slightly different appearances. The fox has, or perhaps foxes have, been nicknamed Frank or Frankie by the students uh, who are sharing the encounters on the private UNSW Facebook discussion group. Miss Willer said that she had been uh, chastised online for not expecting to be bitten by the fox, but the fox didn't act like a wild animal. Uh, Miss Fu and his colleague, Claire Maggie, uh, said there had been calls for Frankie to become the UNSW mascot. What a way to spend my last days sitting between two dummies sucking on a titular old pot. Where'd that one come from? All right. Well, if you and Rollo going to be in the movie, I got the perfect name for it. Super Dummies. I like that. Sitting between two dummies sucking on a Tootsie Roll. I had to throw a curveball at you. That's a good one, man. Hey. All right. Uh, very good. Okay, let's do a recap, and then we vote on who's the biggest dummy. Tom will vote first. I will vote, and then uh, we've got the uh, first person through on the line will uh, be our, our deciding vote. Uh, okay, uh, we got the naked person in the Duluth sewers. We got the uh, upstate New York man uh, who fights to keep his wooden penis sculpture on his front lawn. We got the woman who was gored multiple times because she was too close to bison. Try and take the picture. We got a burglar who was forced to call emergency services because he got stuck in a window. And uh, we have uh, students who got chomped by a fox, chomped on, uh, bitten by a fox because they tried to pet it. <laughs> uh, okay, this is a tough week because yeah. there's a lot of solid dumbness here. Um. I'll give my runner-up to the Duluth man because it takes a lot of bravery to not only go into the sewers of Duluth, but to do it naked. Yeah, and just leave your clothes right up yeah, by the manhole leave, cover. Leave your clothes over there. Okay. But it's it's got to be the students and the fox. Yeah. I thought it was a cat. I thought it was a cat. What kind of cat looks like that? Um. Yeah, the sewer is good. Uh, the wooden penis thing is pretty funny, too. It's nuts. It's a protest. 
Uh, the you know the getting too close to take pictures of the bison. She that's just an idiot. Uh, and also, you know, we've had burglars calling the cops on themselves because they've got stuck in places. But I, I, I'm with you, man. It's got to be the idiots be. P- trying to pet a fox and getting bit. Um, Mike, it's a, it, it doesn't really matter, but which one would you choose? <laughs> well, I'll tell you guys, I was laughing my rear end off about the fox story. Yeah. Because, you know, um, but I gave that one my run. That's my runner-up. I mean... The guy with the wooden, yeah. you know, and he went to extremes, and and just the fact that you know he, he wasn't complying with the building, right. uh, you know, the footings and and the structure of his building, and then he goes and I mean he put a yeah. lot of time into that. All right. Okay, all right, Mike, and that's the only reason I'm calling him dummy number one is because okay. of the time involved. All right, thanks, Mike. Three one two nine eight one seven two hundred. But our winner is the idiot students who tried to pet a fox and got bit. It looked like I thought it was a cat. Come on, man. All right, we can get a couple in, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we'll get a few in before we break. So when I'm in your neighborhood, you better duck, because Ice Cube is crazy as F-bomb. Oh, as I leave, believe I'm stopping, but when I come back, boy, I'm coming straight. Out of context, context, context. Context, context. What's up? Tell them where you're from. Straight out, out of context context context, 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 context. All right, another Friday feature that we're doing on a Thursday since we're off tomorrow. Uh, straight out of context. That's when you listen to this radio station 24-7. And whenever anybody at any time says something that you can pull out of context and it sounds a little dirty and it makes you giggle like a nine-year-old, you jot down the day, the time, who said it, and send it to nickdshow at gmail.com. All right, let's get a few in here. All right, first one here coming to us from Kevin in Iowa. It's Dick DeBartolo. Oh! It is 11 inches wide by 24 inches long. <laughs> and honestly, of anybody, of any guest, he would appreciate that the most. Oh, yeah, no question about it. Good former, old Dick DeBartolo. Former I writer love on the match game. Former writer on the match game, former a, a writer for Mad Magazine, and... Uh, a gadget nut yeah. and a great guest. Great guy. Okay. Good job, Kevin. Uh, Brian J. Uh, brings us this one from King John. You got, oh, you no. got a call. No. Oh, man. <laughs> John's been showing up strong I, he, these past few weeks. Some, I think he knows. He might. I'm going to say it. I think he knows. He might. He might be gaming the system. Yeah. That doesn't make it not funny. Oh, no. True. Uh, next one here from Will, another King John. Look at that. Jerk the corn. Jerk the corn? <laughs> jerk the corn. Is he talking about preparing a jerking... Like, jerking be- corn? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, apparently there's a school whose mascot is the corn jerkers. The corn jerkers. Yeah. Dead serious. All right. Well, this week it looks like it's all in the family because Griffin... Oh. Uh, he's, uh, he's coming up here. This is great. This one's coming to us from Brian as well. But my thing is just it's a little too long. I would have loved it if it was a little shorter. <laughs> what was he talking about? He's talking about the lobster by Yorgos Lothamos. The <laughs> I'm serious. Him and John were talking about the lobster. Wait, four years after it came out? I guess so. Not that it's not worth talking about, because it's sure. certainly worth talking about. Well, and Griffin is a great cinematic thinker. I he love, does, you know, he's, I, he loves movies. I know he's that. He's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. But, uh, yeah, talking about the... The Lobster, of all things. That's so strange that people would be talking about that movie now. I love it. 
All right, let's get one more in, and then we'll break. All right, one more. A little row con here. This one's coming to us from Susan in Wheeling. Are you wiping your balls down? <laughs> Talking about wiffle ball. Wipe them down. <laughs> Are you wiping your balls down? I can't. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> let's just take a break. Let's just take a break. More uh, straight out of context after this. So when I'm in your neighborhood, you better duck. Because Ice Cube is crazy as F bomb. Oh, as I leave, believe I'm stopping. But when I come back, boy, I'm coming straight out of context, context, context. 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 What's up? Tell them where you're from. Straight out, out of context 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 context, 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 context. All right, Nick DeGilio here on 720 WGN. Yes, it is Thursday. I know that, but we're uh, off tomorrow. Tom and I are off uh, on Friday. So we're doing the Friday segments uh, here, the features, on a Thursday. 312 981 7200 is the phone number. All right, more back to straight out of context. All right, this next one, uh, this is this comes to us from Lake Geneva Dan. Happened on the Matt Bubala show, and it's actually uh, a frequent caller to our show. Uh, here's here's Robert. Can you blow weed in the stand? <laughs> what are they talking about? Talking about what you can do at a, at a ballpark. You know, can you drink at the ballpark if they're going to open some stuff up? You know, you can't blow weed at a, at a, at the ballpark. <laughs> oh, you never know. You never uh, know what uh, might be possible. You know. Okay. All right. <laughs> What's next? All right. Next, a little Lou Manfredini. All right. Who I'm going to say he has been lacking in the last couple weeks. He has, hasn't he? He's been a little behind. Okay. But that's okay. This is a good one from Brian. Get it nice and wet and work it back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> oh, my God. Jeez. I don't even know what he's trying to fix. God. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. little Uncle Dino here uh, from Tom in Wheaton. I like mine a little on the chunky side. <laughs> you talking about peanut butter? Uh, talking about gazpacho. Really? Yeah. He was he was given his his recipe for gazpacho, and it's been years since I've had a good. He he bowl. likes it on the chunky side. Is like, gazpacho? He, yeah, he likes it a little chunkier, mm. a little extra, a little extra something something in there. Yeah. Okay. Which, you know, it's great on a hot day, a nice cold. Oh, bowl it's of good. Gazpacho. It's good. It's good. Good stuff. Um, as we were saying, King John having a hell of a week. Okay. Uh, this one's coming to us from Brian. And I'll get off after 15 minutes and have a snack. <laughs> what What is going on with him? The show's gone off the rails. Has he lost his mind? He may have. He may have. Well, what was he talking about? Talking about a Peloton. You know what those things are? The, I think so, yeah. The stationary bike? Yes, yeah. He says he wants, he wants to get a Peloton, but he wants a basket on the front so he could throw in a... You know, he could throw in a uh, little loaf of bread, maybe a bottle of wine, and uh, and have a snack. <laughs> yeah, he's he's gone, man. We've lost him. Yeah, he's gone. Ground control to Major John. Oh, all right, all right. Uh, I think it's been a while since we've had the great Kim Gordon. On. Oh yeah, it's been a long it's been time. A long time since we've had Kim. Welcome uh, back. This one's coming to us from Johnsburg, AJ. I really do want to give it to you. <laughs> I'm talking about the weather report. The weather report, okay. And the weather report. Uh, Pete McMurray. Okay. Who we uh, mentioned yesterday. Uh, this one's coming to us from Tim. 
Last year, she did 31 dogs. God. <laughs> what was that? Talking about our friend Mickey Sudo. Oh, okay. Yeah, 30, yeah. 31 dogs. Yep. Uh, another John Williams here. This one coming to us from Maria. She loves it. She crushes that thing. <laughs> also talking about the Peloton. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Ah, all right. And this is a little bonus one. This one uh, also coming to us from Will. Jerk the corn off. Who was that? Uh, That was, I guess, a guest on... Oh, a guest on on, on Dean's show. On uh, John Williams. On John Williams' show. Jerk the corn off. (laughs) What was he doing in studio? He wasn't. Skype? Yeah, I think it was just an access unit. Oh, okay. Give you a high quality sound. We're not supposed to have anybody in studio. Yeah, no, he was... He was uh in, he was not in studio. Okay. All right. And that'll do it. Oh, that's it. Yeah. That's your week in straight wow. out of context. So the leaderboard uh, goes to King John yeah, this week. Yeah. Uh, an amazing week. Uh but can he keep it up here? Fantasy that's, players. Oh, no, that right there what you just said could be on uh <laughs> oh. could be on the Friday show. Self jam. Uh, okay. All right. Uh here we go. <laughs> You know, every time I hear that, I think of Larry from Aurora, because it's, hey, hey, that's Larry from Aurora. I wish you could have uh, known Larry from Aurora. It would have been an honor. He was God bless him. one of the best callers ever. He was such a character. Hey, big guy. That's what he used to say every time he came on. Good old Larry from Aurora. You know, he came to one of my Bruin View events, and uh, he got a bigger response than I did. You know? Like, he got more applause, and people were coming up to him, taking pictures with him and stuff. <laughs> and stuff. The great Larry from Aurora. Okay, uh, Nick D. Show Spies, this is when you listen to this radio station 24-7, as you should anyway, because it's awesome. And uh, whenever anybody mentions me in any capacity or the show, we want to know about it. So uh, jot down the day, the time, who said it, and send it to nickdshow at gmail.com. Again, these normally are done on Friday, but we're not on tomorrow, so we're doing them today. Okay. All right. So just one spy this week. Okay. Um, Tons of people sent this in, so thank you, everyone who caught it. You know who you are. Uh, This is from Bob Surratt's show, the great Bob Surratt morning show. Okay. Almost at the very beginning of the show, he couldn't help but talk about you. Is Nick DiGilio here? Uh, Is he on vacation? Is he here? I never see him anymore, and he's off at four. Was he working overnight, do you know? He was on. He was? Okay. Yeah, heard him. Looking at the texts sometimes when I come in (laughs) that that are texts to Nick, I, I just wonder what he's doing. I mean, the the topics are crazy, and I'm not sure if these text messages are all directed at Nick or maybe guests, but he's got one interesting show. I I usually am driving in at 4, so I, I miss him, but I think i got to start hitting the road earlier and listening to what he's doing. Because You're talking about the Guinness beer? 
No, what was that all about? <laughs> How it can fertilize Christmas trees, and, and there's such an overabundance of, of beer right now because the bars were closed for so long that bar, <laughs> that some of the bar owners were throwing their Guinness out at Christmas trees because they're good fertilizer. So we're going to have good Christmas trees yeah, this year. Yeah, that's good. We'll have nice, fertile, green <laughs> trees. It was pretty fun. It was hilarious. Yeah, like I say, <laughs> you've got some interesting topics. I mean, <laughs> j- judging by the texts... That I can see here, he he covered many different uh, many different subjects: sex, alcohol. Uh, what else uh, were people commenting about here? It looks like lasagna. They were talking about cottage <laughs> cheese versus ricotta <laughs> reunions. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should start a new feature here in the morning and just read. Not not. I don't want to read the texts that are directed to Nick, but just just pick out. Like one or two words from each text. It'd be pretty funny. That's great. That's great. That's really funny. That's really funny. I love that. The legend of Bob Surratt talking about me on the radio. Ooh la la. Isn't that cool? Yeah, man. Very cool. All right. Uh, well, there you go. We'll do it again next week. So keep your ears peeled. Whenever anybody mentions me uh, or any of that kind of stuff uh, in the on the show, then uh, what you have to do is you jot down the day, the time, who said it, and send it to nickdshow at gmail.com. Okay, uh, let's start it. When I grew up on the farm, fly was something we sprayed to kill, and jam <laughs> was something we put on our breakfast toast. Jam. Fly jam. Fly jams Friday. Oh, yeah. This is Fly Jam Friday on your overnight radio with my man, Nick D, on 720 WGN. It's not Friday. People are just waking up. They're like, what? We're off. Tom and I are off tomorrow in in honoring uh, the 4th of July. So we're doing the Friday features today. It is Thursday. It is indeed Thursday. Uh, Do you got requests? Got a ton. Okay, let's say hello to Luscious Hushes. Oh, yeah, Luscious Hushes, baby. There it is. That's official. 312-981-7200. Okay, let's get funky. Let's get Friday. Let's get funky. Let's get Friday. Thursday. Thir- thick Jams Thursday. Thick, thick Jams Thursday. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Thick Jams Thursday. And here's a real Thick Jam from Glenn and Evanston. It's Funky Worm, the Ohio players. Oh, yeah. Ohio players, man, they rule. Ohio players, not only do they rule, but they have the best album covers of all time, the Ohio players. <laughs> you know, as a 12, 13-year-old boy, I would stare a lot at Ohio players' album covers. Oh, I bet. Oh, yeah. So, all right. What do we got next? All right, next, something a little bit more modern, modern but it uh, you know calls back to a funkier time. It's coming to us from Lulu. It's a little Jamiroquai. The song is Little L. 
I love Jamiroquai. All those crazy hats. Oh, man. I love Jamiroquai. I it really completely fly. Crazy little British dude with crazy hats. What was the song with the video where the floor was moving and the there was a big uh, bug? Vir- virtual Insanity? Yeah. Yeah. Great video. Yeah, Jamiroquai's good, man. Welcome back. Nick DeGilio here on 720 WGN. It is Thursday. Let's not get mixed up, but we're doing the uh, Friday features today since we're off tomorrow. Um, And uh, we're here until 4 o'clock. At 4 o'clock, we go to Bradley Place, WGN TV side, and get some great news and information in the great Bob Surratt at 5. Uh, Who requested uh, that? That was from Mike in Louisville. A little bit of the whispers, and the beat goes on. And the beat goes on. Famously sampled by Will Smith on his song, Miami. Yeah, I wouldn't know that. You don't know Miami? I don't think so. Welcome to Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami. I don't think I know okay, it. Okay, fair enough. I don't think I know it. Hey, right. but by the way, why am I blanking on the Irish actor's name who was in Pinky Blinders and, and Inception? Oh, uh, Killian Murphy. Yeah, Killian Murphy. There's a guy on a on a stupid show called uh, um, it's funny, funny that you said funny what you that funny you, you should say that it's funny you should say that is that it. That one of the contestants looks like him. It looks like Killian Murphy. Maybe it is Killian Murphy. He does not have the eyes, though, because Killian Murphy's eyes are unbelievable. Yeah, he's got those beautiful yet dead Irish eyes. Deep blue crazy eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why he's so good. I like that guy. He's good. He's, he's good in everything. You ever seen The Wind That Shakes the Barley? Of course. Master. So, well, you've seen Peaky Blinders, right? Well, yeah. Please. Ask it, Joe. I It's not yeah. my favorite, but I think it's a good show. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else is happening in the world here? What else is happening in the world? Uh, Ter- Terrence Trent Darby is happening in the world. Oh. A uh, little request from Mr. DeGilio. My dad, little Terrence Trent Darby. Yeah, the elder statesman of funk. Uh, here's Wishing Well. Great song. You know, uh, when the first Taron Trent's Darby album came out, it was a sensation. Like, that song was huge, and the album sold really well. I went to see him at the Aragon, and it was great. No, I'm sorry, Metro. And it was great. But man, was that guy an egotist. Oh, my God. Have you heard some of the quotes that he said when his first album came out? Now, you weren't even alive, no, but no. he said he was better than the Beatles. And, uh, I mean, you know, it overshadowed everything. And I think his second album bombed because of that. But that first album, man, it's great. What the hell's the name of it? Terrence Trent, uh, the the uh, long name. Yeah, introducing the hard line according to Terrence That's Trent it. Darby. Introducing the hard line according to Terrence Trent Darby. Well, there you go. Better than the Beatles. 
<laughs> yeah, I, that's one of those albums. You know, we were talking earlier to um, to the guys uh, who host the uh, the mixtape podcast and talking about how sometimes we obsess over one album and play it over. And at that first Terrence Trent Darby album, man, I played it like crazy. Mm-hmm. It's so good. So nice choice from my dad this morning. Very good. Very, very good. He's pretty consistent in his uh, good choices for Fly Jams Friday, yeah, I Thursday. Think so. I think thick, it, thick jams thick, Thursday. Thick jams. Thick like syrup. Yeah. Okay, what's the next thick jam for Thursday? All right, next thick jam's coming to us from Lisa Champagne. How about us? Oh, here we go. Some people can hold it together. That's that's pretty fly. That's pretty fly. That's pretty thick. <laughs> that's a thick jam. That is a thick jam for Thursday. All right, what's the next thick Thursday jam? All right, uh, let's go do something a little bit Fourth of July themed. I think. Oh, um, this was coming to us from Mark L in Aurora. It is the great, great Ray Charles. America the Beautiful. Ah. Charles was something, right? He really was. Yeah, we were lucky. We were lucky to oh, have someone. Man, oh like man. Mm. Although I was upset when Jamie Foxx won the Oscar. I mean, not that he wasn't good in it, but that was the same year Paul Giamatti was in Sideways, and that's the better performance. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Paul Giamatti didn't even get nominated. Didn't even get nominated. I mean, if you want to go down the laundry list of times that the uh, Academy snubs somebody yeah. when they oh, no, probably it's, deserved it's, at least a nomination, I mean, it's oh no, it's long. it's a, it's a, I mean, it's we've talked about it on the air before. Yeah, it's insane. Some of the people that been at a, that at performances have been snubbed. You know what I think one of the biggest snubs of the past few years is, and because it's a horror movie, mm-hmm. Tony Collette in yeah. Hereditary, yeah. truly one of the best performances I've seen. I mean, the last horror movie to ever be given any Silence sort of, of the Lambs, Silence right? of the Lambs, yeah. And before that, it was really only The Exorcist and um, Rosemary's Baby get Rose- nominated. I don't know if Rosemary's Baby did get nominated. The, the Exorcist was 
in that conversation, and there was there was another one that I, if you told me the title, I'd smack myself in the face. Yeah, it's so obvious. Yeah, um, but no, the the yeah, basically horror the genre says, horror yeah. genre never gets slow. Nope. And Tony Collette is unbelievable in Hereditary. He's great. Like it's an, it's an astonishing performance. I always forget she's Australian too. She is. Yeah. Knives out. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tony Collette. She's great. I've loved her since Muriel's wedding, man. Mm-hmm. She's fantastic. I will say, mainly her character in uh, About a Boy really oh, chaps man. my butt. Yeah. Because I'm like, I get it. She's really good at doing that. Yeah. But like the real granola hippie thing, yeah. just like, just really, I just can't stand it. The yeah. patchouli oil and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, It's not my favorite. Yeah. But- yeah, if 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 you're a horror film fan, you've not seen Hereditary. One, it's great. It's a great, great movie. And two, Tony Collette is incredible. I upset I upset very many people by making people go see that at the theater. I oh yeah, about. no, no, no. <laughs> I can understand. They were like, "Why? That why is would you send? Like, why would you send? Because they uh, folks would come up a lot and they'd be like, "I'm not really sure what to see." Because with a neighborhood theater, you can do that. Right. You can be like, "Listen, I'm so bored." Recommending Hereditary to be. Yeah, they're like, "I'm bored. <laughs> I've got like two and a half hours to kill. What should I watch?" And it was between like Hereditary and I don't know uh, Zootopia. I, so uh, yeah, really nothing super great. So I was like, well, you should watch Hereditary. Yeah, and like, I'm sure that they were thrilled afterwards. Yeah, well, some of them were like, that was boring. And I was like, boring. Well, I, I don't know. Some people just they don't have an attention span. It is a deeply disturbing, terrifying movie. It's an it, and it makes little sense at times. Yeah, but uh, and the best some, the best seance in film history. I will say, but many people came out there like, that was awesome, or just, why? Yeah, why would you do that to me? Why would you do that to me? I come here all the time. I take my kids here. Okay, real quick one, right? We can get one more in here? Uh, Yeah, real quick. Rick James, give it to me, baby. All right. Yeah. Who requested that? That's coming to us from Tim. Tim. All right. Little Rick James to round out fly our Thick Jams Thursday. Thick Jams Thursday. All right. We're off tomorrow. Everybody have a great weekend, and we'll be back.